0: what's up guys welcome back to the countdown my name is Ian Farmer and thank you for listening to the countdown on this Monday evening it's 4.02 it is the evening I am sorry about last week I was on the leg press at my um curtain gym I'm going to um if any of you got if any of you all know what a leg press is um it is an exercise for your quads and legs it can be very very dangerous and one wrong move, and I had a very, very severe pulled muscle in my back. First day was very hard. However, it is for the most part healed now, and I'm able to get back in my chair and do the countdown. Obviously, you guys saw me last night, Era. if you haven't, please go watch that or go check out my Facebook. A lot of information, um, a lot of new, big news for the countdown My good friend Evan Latimer, I'm starting a new podcast crew. He just released his first episode through his podcast, which is Sports 101 with Evan Latimer. Go to my Facebook, which is just Ian Farmer. The link is right there. It's on multiple posts. Um, He is going to be doing a podcast just like mine. And we are recruiting right now for the countdown. So if you want to make a podcast under my label, please DM me, get a hold of me somehow. Um, so you will be so you will be able to contact me, and we will be able to address that and get things settled out. Now, we have a lot to talk about today. Uh, we got a lot of NFL. Um, well, a few topics on the NFL. We got some college basketball. It was a crazy college basketball weekend, let me tell you. I didn't miss a single minute of it either. Um, you're going to notice there's no college football in here. There's a lot of topics in sports. I'm going to be doing my college football Wednesday is going to be mostly college football. I'm going to address everything about the NFL that I need to on this episode. Wednesday is going to be a lot of college football. Talking about Michigan's win over Ohio State, which is huge. Um, Lincoln, Riley, Lincoln, Lincoln, Lincoln Riley to USC, um, and that will be along with you know Oklahoma State's win over Oklahoma, which obviously caused that. And then we have um, the Iron Bowl, which was the craziest game, probably. Um, of the day but let's get into it and you know i have to talk about the baltimore ravens because they were a big topic before the beginning the beginning of the season for the countdown one more thing before i get started um if you notice i'm not on video right now i am on audio it's going to be like this for about a month um i'm waiting on a new mic to come in um i'm working on my setup whenever you guys see me See my face again. It is going to be um it is going to look a lot more professional, look a lot more different, but it's all for the good. Just give me about a month. Yeah, about a month. About a month, probably a little less, and I will be back. You guys will see my face again. But I'm still gonna be giving you guys the sports content that you deserve. But without further ado, let's hop into it. Can anybody believe that the Baltimore Ravens are 8-3? They do not seem like an 8-3 team. The Ravens are the most weird team in the league. Lamar Jackson threw three picks in one quarter, being the second quarter um, last night. They got blown out by the Bengals four weeks ago, barely beat the Bears, and guess what? They are the first seed in the AFC. The Baltimore Ravens are 8-3. And would have home field advantage in the AFC. The Ravens feel like they should be 500. Because they got blown out 41-17 against the Bengals. They barely beat the Vikings in overtime 34-31. Kirk Cousins had a really good game against that defense. A lot of questions. A lot of doubters um, were involved around the Ravens organization. Um... Then they, I know Lamar was out for illness, but they barely beat Chicago, sixteen to thirteen. And then last night they barely, their defense did it again, and they beat Cleveland, despite all the picks, despite the lack of offense in the last few weeks. They did indeed beat the Browns, and the Bengals aren't bad, but they've went on a losing streak. The Browns just lost; they're now six and six. The Steelers are, they tied with the Lions, okay? They tied with the Lions. That's all I have to say. Um, the Ravens are looking like they are going to win the AFC North. In the coming weeks, the Ravens have the dysfunctional Steelers, the Browns again, and the Steelers again at the end of the season. Now, they do have Green Bay, L.A., and Cincinnati again. Cincinnati is a toss-up. We saw what happened in their first meeting. That was at Baltimore. This time, Baltimore is going to have to go to Cincinnati. But I think if they can win one of those three, they can have a good shot at winning the AFC, which would be nuts. It would be nuts. But if you think about it, Lamar had did have his illness. The running back's injured. Um, The defense has played good. Now, they struggled against Cincinnati and Minnesota. That was three to four weeks ago. Time to move on from that. Bears only scored 13 points. Cleveland, I know Baker Mayfield is struggling really bad. They only scored 10 points. The Ravens' defense is the most underrated in the NFL. Um, I'm not saying the Ravens are bad. Like I just mentioned about Lamar Jackson, the Ravens have dealt with injuries. Malcolm Jenkins, J.K. JK Dobbins. Um, the team has went through a lot of trials. Their defense... Has certainly been sensational and haven't allowed two touchdowns since their overtime went to the Vikings. Yeah, um last three weeks, they've allowed one touchdown. That's insane. Um, yeah, that's all that's all I need to say about that. Everybody is talking about the Patriots defense, the Packers defense. It is time to start talking about the Ravens defense. Their defense has been sensational despite their struggles. The Ravens are 8 3 and have the number one seed in the AFC. Just one question remains about the Baltimore Ravens Can the Ravens make the Super Bowl? That all relies on Lamar Jackson. He has to get the offense. Now, he has played good. He is still in the MVP conversation, but despite his game last night, Lamar has been sensational. But the running game, J.K. Dobbins has not played good the last few weeks. He has to step up. Um, like I said, I think the Ravens have one of the most underrated um, core um, receiving cores in the NFL. They've got to step up. Mark Andrews has played well. Hollywood Brown's got to step up. They got to their weapons really have to get going. I think that's one of their big things. The offensive line has not played bad. I think it's one of the top. It, it, it's a good. It's a good solid offensive line. But the defense just has to keep doing what they're doing. I think the offense, it is time to get going. The Ravens can make a Super Bowl run, but I think they would lose to the Patriots right now. I think the Bills would probably beat them right now. But despite the Bills having a lot of bad losses this season, their resume is, despite the record, their resume is kind of all over the table. The Titans are taking a step back. The AFC is is getting ready to get really rocky. The Chiefs are coming back. The Patriots are the hottest team in the NFL. The Ravens are the number one seed. The Titans still look good. The Colts um, are out here almost beating the Buccaneers and beating these top teams. Um, Las Vegas is beating Dallas um, on Thanksgiving. The AFC is getting the the Miami's won like three straight. The AFC is getting ready to get. It's getting ready to go on a rocky road, and if you're a top team in the AFC. Don't hit the break. you got to stay on the gas. I think Baltimore can do that, but I think, it, I think it relies on one man, Lamar Jackson. Let's move on. The Bucks get a big win over the Colts. The, the Bucs are another team that doesn't feel like 8-3 and three because they've lost to Washington. They've lost to the Saints, but they started out the season really well. The Bucs are now in full go mode for the rest of the season. The Buccaneers are not a regular season team, but something about yesterday's win just, I mean, Jonathan Taylor, um maybe the most talked-about player in the week in, in the league over um the course of last week, I feel like the Bucs are going to want to do some damage in the regular season. Um, I think they're gonna go on a run here to end the season, even with a chance to win the a- NFC. Leonard Fournette had a Four touchdowns yesterday. I believe three was rushing, one was receiving. Leonard Fournette has had his best season yet, even better than when he played in Jacksonville. I think he's the X factor for this offense. Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, Gronk, Chris Godwin, they're all great. Probably, in my opinion, the best receiving court in the National Football League. Chiefs don't have enough depth. But I feel like you definitely have to run the ball at some point. I think Tom Brady understands that, you know, being the GOAT and all. He has given Leonard Fournette a lot of chances, and Leonard Fournette has not failed on a single one. I like the way Leonard Fournette is playing up to this point. The Colts, they still still look like a playoff team. The way they played the defending champions was really nice. The offense played great yesterday. The Colts' upcoming schedule is the Texans. Patriots, Cardinals, Raiders, and Jaguars. Now, I think the Texans and Jags, the Colts are hot right now. They're not the hottest team. They have lost, but they're hot. They have confidence. Texans and Jags, I think they'll win those games. Now, you look at the other three. They they also have a bye week, but look at the other three. The Patriots, I don't think they beat New England right now. New England is the hottest team in the NFL. Cardinals, get Kyler Murray back get DeAndre Hopkins back. TJ Watt is still out. But people forget about the Cardinals. I was looking, I was watching First Take earlier. The topic was who will win the NFC? Packers or Buccaneers? I would say neither. Cardinals have the best record in the NFL. They're going to win the NFC. I don't think they beat the Cardinals. Their next big game is the Raiders. And I think the Raiders and Colts are both going to end up at 9 and 8. I've talked about this before. We all know when a team is tied and you have a chance to make the playoffs, the head-to-head factor comes into effect. I wholeheartedly think that the winner of um, the Colts and Raiders game towards the end of the season we will make the playoffs. That is a big game. I like the Colts, the way they're headed in the, in the direction, but I do think they've got they've got to buckle up. Out of the Patriots, Cardinals and Raiders, they have to win one of those games. Beat the Texans, beat the Jaguars. You got to win one of those other three games. A win over the Buccaneers would have been very, very crucial. I think they would have made the playoffs, no doubt, if they won that game yesterday. But still, a very good chance to win. You just got to win three of your next five. I've talked about them a lot on this episode thus far. The New England Patriots killed the Tennessee Titans. The Patriots are going to be the most hyped up team in the playoffs. Seeing Tom Brady leave, everybody is ready to see the Patriots back on top. Ready to see them CC again. Well, not everybody. But, you know, it was fun when the Patriots were good. Uh, Matt Jones won't win the Super Bowl as a rookie, guys. New England is not going to win the Super Bowl. They're good. They're good. I just don't think the offense – the offense has played amazing. They have played great. But I think in the playoffs, it's a whole different atmosphere – Matt Jones has no experience with that. I don't think I still don't think the offense has enough personnel um, to win a Super Bowl. But I do think they could probably make the Super Bowl. I think they'll probably make the AFC championship game. Um, as for the Titans, I think it's go time. The AFC is getting ready to tighten up with the Chiefs storming back. And I've already talked about this. Ravens making a run along with Buffalo, despite their bad losses. Matt Jones threw for 310 yards and two touchdowns yesterday. The Titans are going. What's the Titans' record? I didn't understand my notes. My bad. What's the Titans' record? Eight and four. Now, I understand how easy their schedule was. They played Jacksonville. They played Houston. But they are horrendous on both sides of the ball right now. Tennessee has not been good really since their win against LA in that big primetime game. I think they've won a game since then. I don't mean to be disrespectful towards Titans fans, but they have to get it going. They definitely have to win the division. And if they really start to struggle, don't think Indiana- Indianapolis isn't coming. Indianapolis is coming and they're coming hot. Patriots still the hottest team in the NFL. Maybe the best team in the AFC. Let's get to what I want to talk about. That is the college basketball weekend recap. My lips just did that. What? All right. Duke beats Gonzaga. This game was one of the best regular season college basketball games in years. The atmosphere. Check. Las Vegas, T-Mobile Arena. That's a check. Close game? Check. It was back and forth all game long. I don't even know how many lead changes there were. Powerhouses? Check. In fact, Duke has been a powerhouse for years. Gonzaga is the new powerhouse. It was perfect. Duke is hungry this year. It is Coach K's last season. In my opinion, no disrespect to John Wood. John Wood won a lot of his championships issues back when there was no competition. I don't think he would be as productive as... In today's game, as he was now, I'm not saying he still win four or one, four, five, maybe six. I think Coach K is the best coach in college basketball history. You could tell how bad players want to fight for Coach K. Paolo Benchero, after seeing what I saw um, Friday night, is the best freshman in college basketball. Duke moved up to number one in the AP poll today. Um, as far as for Gonzaga, make no mistake about it; they're they're not going anywhere. Gonzaga is going to play Alabama. And then they're going to Alabama just lost to Iona. They're going to get a win there. Gonzaga is going to take a little break from these big, these big time games. You know, they've played uh, Texas. They've played UCLA. They've played um, Duke, because they're going to play Alabama, which is a decent team. Um, they're going to take a break. They're going to go into conference play. They do have St. Mary's in that conference. So watch out for St. Mary's, who I think is a good team. They almost won the Maui. Which I will talk about in a second. But when March comes around, Gonzaga is going to be ready to go. I do think they showed a lot of depth in that Duke game. Julian Strawthra, I think I hope he's saying I hope I'm saying his name right. 20 points. Um not the guy you would think would have the leading points. Um, I do believe he starts, but he's not a high-end player for Gonzaga. Uh Andrew Nimhard struggled, and Aaron Watson. Needs a few more touches. He had two shots, made them both. Um, I have to put this loss, however, on Mark Few. College basketball is a coach's game. The players, a lot of them are one and done. A lot of them go to the NBA, which is sad. Somewhat sad. Um, I think there need needed to be some adjustments made towards the end of the game. That wasn't made, but I think Gonzaga will learn from it. And you need these losses. You've seen what happened to Gonzaga. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Gonzaga would have lost a single game in the regular season last year. that They may have won the national championship. Because guess what? When Baylor got on that hot run, they would have known how to handle it. They did not know how to handle that. Jalen Suggs, freshman, he did not know what to do when they went down. Um... So I think the loss is good for Gonzaga, but they did lose, and Duke is now number one in the the AP poll. By the way, I was not happy with the AP poll. Um, If you guys have followed me for a long time, I used to own a Kentucky um, fan page on Instagram, and I got so mad one time I called the NCAA about the AP poll. I hate the AP polls, um, a lot of them. So tomorrow, instead of keep flying because I'm not talking about the Panthers, (laughs) <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk about them. Dayton gets the upset of the year. This game was insane. I didn't think much of the game. Dayton was two and three on the season. I thought Kansas was gonna have an easy time. Uh but when I saw the score with around five minutes left, I had to turn the game on. What I didn't expect was not only for the biggest upset of the year to happen. But the buzzer beater of the year to happen. There is no reason to overreact today. And they still have three losses on their schedule. And they're lucky to be a bubble team by the the end of the season. But it was a great moment and a bad break for Kansas. Listen, Kansas has one of the most experienced teams and one of the most experienced starting lineups in college basketball, including a Hall of Fame coach and Bill Self, who's been in these big games millions of times. They have one of the best duos in college basketball with uh, Ochi um, – I can't pronounce his name. It's whatever. And uh, Remy Martin, they cannot afford to lose games down the stretch like they did. They had the game. They should not have lost to a 2-3 and three team. I think Kansas will be fine, but they have some things to fix. Ochi had 17 points, 5 boards, Remy Martin 11-5-5. Kansas is going to have to make some adjustments. But they will learn off of it. I think they are one of seven teams that could win the national championship. So just just a loss you have to learn from. Here's my predictions. The Big Ten ACC Challenge starts tonight. I have Iowa over Virginia. Virginia has some bad losses. Iowa has not lost yet. I have Iowa, Notre Dame, and Illinois. Notre Dame despite two of their losses in the Maui, um, have a top 10 offense in college basketball. Illinois, even as a top-ranked team, has struggled. So I like Notre Dame to take the win, get the upset essentially. Indiana and Syracuse, this is a big game for me because Indiana, Trace Jackson Davis, Syracuse Buddy Beham, two of the best players, two of the most experienced top players in the nation. I have Indiana being Syracuse. Syracuse has not lived up to expectations. They are 3-3. Three three. Indiana has not lost a game. Indiana will beat Syracuse. Minnesota and Pittsburgh. I have Minnesota. Purdue and Florida State. Florida State has Kayla Mills, who I really like from Houston. Um, But Purdue is one of the top teams in college basketball. Purdue will win that game. Wake Forest and Northwestern. I think Wake Forest will win that. Clemson and Rutgers. Rutgers. Um. They are 3-3. Three and three. They have some really bad losses. I think they've lost three in a row. Clemson um, played really good against St. Bonaventure and has showed some potential, so I'm going to take Clemson for what I've saw thus far. Duke's going to be Ohio State, who um, has lost to Xavier and Florida now. I think Michigan State will beat Louisville, although that's a big um, game for me. Two of my really good friends are a Michigan State fan and a Louisville fan. NC State and Nebraska. I'm going to have NC State. Virginia Tech and Maryland. Maryland was ranked 20 to start the season. They're no, they're no longer ranked. They've had some bad, they had a bad loss. Virginia Tech has impressed me a lot. I'm going to have Virginia Tech in that game. Penn State and Miami. Penn State, and Miami got blown out by, by Alabama. And they lost to Dayton. Michigan and North Carolina. Michigan did go down to number 24 in the AP poll today. North Carolina. Um, really struggled against Tennessee, which I really did not like. Um, North Carolina did, did not get ranked in the AP polls, so I have Michigan winning that one, although North Carolina could definitely upset. North, Michigan has not played good at all. And I have Wisconsin, the Maui Invitational Champions, beating Georgia Tech. Yeah, there's 14 games. That is a tie. It's 7-7. I know there will be no winner for the Big Ten ACC Challenge, in my opinion. I think it's going to split – but, I mean, what can I say? There's nothing I can do about it. It's just my just my opinion. Wisconsin wins the Maui Invitational. I'm huge on the Maui Invitational, and Wisconsin did it. You would have, you would have not expected to see Wisconsin and St. Mary's in the Maui Championship. thought Houston and Oregon or Houston and Notre Dame, something like that. But Wisconsin did it. They beat Texas AM by double digits, 69 to 58, upset Houston, one of the biggest, most underrated upsets of the year, 65 to 63, controlled that entire game. And despite being down the entire first half and most of the second half, Wisconsin rallied to beat St. Mary, 61 to 55. Player of the Maui was Johnny Davis. He averaged 23 points per game in Maui. Very impressive, I think. Um, Wisconsin, they they did get ranked today in the new AP poll. Johnny Davis, if he can, if he can continue to play like he has, he is going to be – he's going to get a lot of national buzz, and Wisconsin is going to get a lot of national buzz over the course of the season. But Wisconsin wins the Maui, and that is huge. Next week's – not next week. Next year's Maui Invitational is stacked. I know Louisville is in it. It is a very stacked Maui Invitational. We have not seen a stacked Maui Invitational for a long time. Last year it was Texas and North Carolina. Um, But next year it does get interesting. Arkansas, Arizona, Cincinnati, Creighton, Louisville, Ohio State, San Diego State, and Texas Tech. That's a very stacked Maui Invitational. Um, all those teams are teams that you know of. Hopefully, they can get they can get some high end recruits, so we can see some high, um, a lot of talented freshmen um, and some experienced players in the Maui next year. But we're gonna have to wait on that. Wisconsin wins the Maui. Last but not least, you guys know how it goes. My top ten NFL teams following Week Twelve of the NFL season. Let's hop into it. Number 10 is the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals started out strong, went on a little bit of a losing streak. They killed the Steelers in one of the biggest blowouts of the NFL season. Joe Burrow looks good. The defense looks better than ever. Cincinnati is a rocky team. They're still trying to find their place in this league, but I have Cincinnati at 10. 9 is Tennessee. Tennessee with Derrick Henry looked really good. Derrick Henry got injured. Tennessee don't look so hot. But I'm not going to drop them out of of the top ten for losing to good teams like the Patriots. The Titans, they've been bad on both sides of the ball. I think if they they keep losing, they can be out of this top ten, but they have an easy schedule coming up. I would probably expect Tennessee to stay on this list. Eight is the Ravens. Now I know what you're saying. They're the, they're the number one seed in the AFC. They had the second-best record in the league. But last few last few weeks, they have struggled. Lamar Jackson, three picks in one quarter last night, barely beat Chicago. Um, Got blown up by Cincinnati. I, I'm going to let that go, though. Ravens can move up on this list if they give me some impressive wins, but their wins have just not been impressive. I think the next seven teams could beat Baltimore as of today. One of those teams, number seven. The Rams. Rams haven't been so hot either, but they did play Green Bay. A really good team. A really good game. Matthew Stafford still has the best quarterback rating in the NFL. Cooper Cup more than likely will win Offensive Player of the Year. They have a running game going. And with Vaughn Miller, their defense looks better than ever. Their defense will be better than ever. Rams at 7. 6 is the Chiefs because I think the Chiefs today would beat the Rams on a neutral field. Kansas City is back. Kansas City could honestly run the AFC. They can run the table in the AFC this season. Chiefs look good. Their defense looks improved. They held Dak and Dallas to nine points. Chiefs would beat the Rams today. Five is the Buccaneers. Tampa Bay got a really nice win over, over Indianapolis, a team you guys know I'm very high on. The Buccaneers, they're in the NFC South and not a very tough division. I think they can go on a little run. Maybe win the NFC, like I mentioned earlier. It is definitely a debate. But I think the Bucs would probably still beat the Chiefs as of today. Maybe not. But the Bucs gave me enough yesterday to keep them at five. Four is Buffalo. Now, I know Buffalo has had some questionable wins, some really bad losses. But... They did destroy, yes, destroy the New Orleans Saints, especially on the defensive end. Uh, the Bills are still 7-4. Um, they, um, they were once the hottest team in the NFL. People are saying they were the best team in the AFC. Those stocks have went down. But if Buffalo can kick it in gear, the defense is – I mean, the best since Josh Allen got really good. If their offense can click, Buffalo could be the top team team in the AFC. They could be another one of those top teams in the AFC. Buffalo's problem is their running game. David Singletary, I had him on my fantasy team. Trash. Um, I've said it for years. They need to get a running game. Um, I would probably suggest drafting a running back. But overall, Buffalo's not going out of my top five for right now. Three is the Patriots. The Patriots are the hottest team in the NFL. Their defense is tremendous. They God, they held Ryan Tannehill in Tennessee to 13 points. Do you understand how good that is? Um, Matt Jones will win rookie of the year. There's not much I have to say on the Patriots because I already talked about them on this podcast today. Just know I have them at number three, and they could be the best team in the AFC. They are right now. Number two is the Packers. And you know who number one is. There's no reason to keep it a secret. It's Arizona. Let's talk about Green Bay. I know Green Bay beat Arizona earlier in the season. But, now there's no doubt about it. Green Bay has played well. Aaron Rodgers had his little um, COVID vaccination scandal. Um, that, that seems to be over with. It seems like he is back to normal um, defense as best that it's ever been. Green Bay at two. Beat the Rams in a good game. One is Arizona. Now, I know Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, two best offensive pieces, have had some injuries. To me, Kyler Murray is still the MVP of the league. Despite missing a couple games, I don't think that should matter. Uh, The Cardinals still have the best record in the NFL. When they come back, I think they're still going to win a lot of games. They may lose two games at the most to end the season here on this little stretch. Arizona gets my number one spot post-week 12, pre-week 13, top 10 NFL teams. That is it. Guys, thank you for watching. Well, actually listening because I'm doing audio today. Appreciate all the support. If you had the time, please go listen to my friend Evan's podcast. He just dropped the first episode today. It's just an introductory, but... If you like sports, you like the countdown, you're going to get a sense of that over there. It's still the same label, so please go check it out. Guys, I will see you tomorrow to talk about the college committee, which sucks. That's what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to do my own rankings tomorrow because that's how bad the AP poll is. Love you guys, and I'll see you then. Peace.